This is the Fantasy Football Slackers Podcast. Here are Ray and Anthony. Welcome back. It is show number two on the season. How you doing, Anthony? Man, what a Saturday. College football was absolutely, I mean, Thursday obviously was fun for just getting the taste of it. Thursday, but, Friday, But Saturday, Saturday was the, oh, what a, what, a, what a bunch of games that was. Got some big, big teams playing tonight, but I don't think those games are going to be as. Unless Georgia Tech can pull it off. That can really shake up the entire, entire rankings right away. Yeah, yeah, that would, that would absolutely do it. Just turn Clemson upside yeah. down. But another note, it is draft day for us. Yes, this is our. This show has nothing to do with our draft, but it's our pre-draft show. Just because <laughs> yeah. you're here, and we're going to cover the AFC this time. Yeah, this is. Uh, this will definitely be a little bit more. I think. I feel like, like I said last time, we we definitely hit a lot of unders. I I feel like we might change that here. I think the AFC is definitely the more high-powered, especially the West, and we'll talk about that. But I think it'll be. You'll, you'll you'll hear a lot more overs from us this time, uh, just from just from what we what we've researched, what we've you know seen happen as far as trades and everything like that. But yeah, let's get into it. Well, my phone has been blowing up, so I'm gonna need you to keep us on track here. But let's go ahead. We're gonna go through all the AFC teams. This will be our last preseason show, and then we will uh, we'll jump in with a, a a preview of Week One here here shortly. Let's start in the North, uh, much like we did with the NFC. And we're looking at the Steelers being the first team that we talk about today. That is pure coincidence. Yeah, no, I mean, all these are going to be very local with us in the north and some of the east. But, yeah, uh, Steelers coming in at seven and a half. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, we, we were talking about it right before we came on. I, it all just depends on how fast I feel they get away from Trubisky. and let. I was going to say, who's going to be the quarterback? It's, they, they've given confidence to Trubisky. And I, but I think from the fans, I think from the locker room, I think you're going to get a lot of pressure to start Pickett and play him and let him develop already. You know, like like we talked about last week, it's not it's a different time to where the rookies always sat and you know marinated and sat behind the veterans. But it's a different age, and I think Pickett Pickett should be the guy to go. Not only that, but everybody there has seen Pickett because he played at Pitt. Right, and they share the same facilities. So same thing with Aaron Donald, except they didn't get to draft Aaron Donald. Right. But, um, yeah. So that's going to be the big question is the the quarterback. But let me ask you this question: They go with Trubisky. I know you're not a big fan of him. He doesn't inspire a ton. Is he better than Big Ben has been the last two to three years? No. You don't think so? No, I don't think. Again, you're te- you're you're asking me about a quarterback who who the offense that he had played in for such a long time was not developed for him. But big, I don't know. It's it's tough to compare, but I feel like just from what we've seen with Trubisky, there was nothing showing that even you know at Ben towards the later stages that he was better than. Okay, fair enough. Um, I actually think Trubisky has a chance, but you're right. I do think it's a short leash. I think he has a little bit more time because of um, holy cow, the coach, Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. Um. I think he has enough credibility that if he chooses him, that the Steeler faithful will 
we'll kind of get behind that a little bit, but it won't take long if uh, if things start going sideways. And they still have Mason Rudolph there. Yeah, that that's flabbergasting to me because even on the depth chart that we're looking at right now, they have met the number two quarterback over Pickett. I, I feel like the 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 decision to start Trubisky is less controversial than the, than the yeah. decision to keep Rudolph. Yeah. Um, the biggest question mark in a fantasy sake and with this team is what's going to come of this injury with Najee? Najee has that lingering foot injury that they're kind of questioning, you know, is he going to be all 100% throughout the year? Well, not only that, but there was a stuff that came out, I think it was after, right after the draft, about um, him not having the same workload that he had last year where he ran the ball 10,000 times yeah but you're if you're starting Trubisky I'm sorry you're gonna have to (laughs) you're gonna have to give him that same workload so just a heads up I did a draft oh I may have helped a family member with a draft where she got a a minus overall and is predicted to finish number one (laughs) you're welcome but um Najee still went in the as a top 10 running back Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He'll, he definitely he'll, should. Be, he'll be up there. There's no question there. You're still starting him. He's one of the few workhorse backs. Yeah, and it's just it's just going to be interesting to see like who steps up this year for as a receiver again. I mean, with Juju gone, Claypool kind of has to be that that big number one. I feel like, and then Deontay. I mean, him and him and Deontay both have to be that big number one. And then you're going to have to see where the rookie falls into this with being their number three back. But I feel like you're giving a lot of weapons to Mitch, and that's where I think the shorter leash comes in is because they've set up that offense. So I think by the looks of what they've been doing, Chase uh, Claypool is going to be running a lot of the slot routes for this team, which will be interesting because it's not typically where we've seen him in, on on this offense. Yeah. But, yeah, getting back, getting back to our first question, seven and a half, I mean – I'm looking at their schedule right their their schedule to open the season is very difficult. Uh at Cincy for game one, New England, Cleveland, and then they get the Jets, Buffalo, Tampa, Miami, Philly. Like that can be that can sway the seven and a half right there, those those four weeks. Buffalo, Tampa, Miami, Philly. Like they can either go 0 and four right there, or they can go two and two, or they can go three and one. I can see them beating Philly and Miami. And then having a good game, you know, they always have that, like last year, the week one, they had a random great game against Buffalo. And then just kind of withered away. I feel like this team has one of the larger margins right? that we've looked at just because there's so much uncertainty of what this offense is going to look like. Um, defense should be good still. You know, we're getting getting people back in that in that defense that, that, uh, that keep it tied down, so... I'm going to go ahead and say I have the under. I have them more along the lines of five wins than, than yeah. seven and a half. I, I have them right at seven looking at their schedule. I, w- I would say, you know, because they always, they always play those division games tough. They always play Cincy tough. They always play Baltimore tough, and those games always come down to, damn, a field goal. How about, how about that week 18 at Cleveland? For when Deshaun's back for, January one, of his two, for one of his two games. Yeah, January 8th. Luckily, it's not in Cleveland, though, because you know that place would be uh, yeah, yeah, it's at home. But either way. Yeah, um, that game's gonna be a mess. Yeah, so I'm so we're both saying the under. I'm giving them right at it. You're giving them a little bit less. But yeah, yeah I, I might push them up to six wins. I just, I just think I just think that schedule's not in favor at all. Looking at it, no. The one thing I flipped here was maybe Vegas coming to coming to Pittsburgh Christmas Eve. Yeah, but that that you're bringing the that you're bringing an offense that's now established throughout the season. 
Devontae Adams. Throw Derek him in Carr. the snow. Yeah. It's cold. I'm familiar with that day. Right. I was born on that day a while ago, but it gets cold. So we'll bit. see. We'll see. I'll give that advantage to, to Vegas, but they could be completely out of it by that time. So so we'll see there. So we're both taking the under there. Yep. The next team up in this division, we're looking at the Cleveland Browns. Um, probably one of the biggest swings from preseason, to, well, from the end of last season to preseason to regular season, just like a pendulum. Right, and I mean it's gonna it's gonna be how how long can they keep themselves above water until the suspension's over? Because it's Jacoby Brissett leading. You're gonna have to lean a lot on Nick Chubb. You know, I mean, Kareem Hunt's not happy. No, Kareem Hunt wants out. You did get a new weapon in Amari Cooper. Yeah. So I mean, we'll have to see how the chemistry is there with him and Jacoby, but it's it's gonna be another tough one at at eight and a half. You know, especially with you know you're keeping the same schedule. You know, mostly is what you got with Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, it's going to be, man, it is going to be a, a long season for them. Let me take a look here. Yeah, the the interesting part here, the storyline that we kind of touched on last time was Deshaun Watson's suspension. If he comes back, you know, his first game eligible, which unless there are just on a tear, I assume he comes back for as much as they paid him. It's against his old team in Houston. Right. That'd be, you know, it's just weird how these things work out. Unless somebody planned it that way. I mean, these schedules, I mean, they have Baker opening up against them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then yep. <laughs> you so have Deshaun be... going back home. So um, I do have a question here for you about uh, David Njoku with mm-hmm. Brissett, who you're a little familiar with. Mm-hmm. He like th- Njoku has that skill set to, to, to be a top tight end. Right. He just hasn't put it all together consistently but Brissett likes to tight likes to go to those tight ends right that's what I was just about to say is you know from watching him in Indy for so many years he did like the Mo Ali Cox he did like the Jack Doyle stuff like that so he's gonna be a favorable target because Brissett's not somebody who likes to bomb it for you know 50 60 yards you know very many times he likes to go underneath he likes he likes to hit those underneath routes and Ninjoku can be a big part of that so I definitely feel like especially in fantasy he can be a a, a good lower end tier tight end to rely on. I'm just looking at this defense. It's fairly intimidating. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but again, the question mark is you look at that the big that red Q next to Jadavian Clowney, I don't think has left his name since he's been in the in the NFL. Yeah. He's always questionable. But he makes it happen. He does. He does. But yeah, I mean, Grant Delpit coming, you know, is a huge X factor. Um, Newsom and Johnson, and obviously Denzel Ward. Yeah, Denzel Ward's a beast. Um, Anthony Walker, who I'm very familiar with from Indy, he's a, a very you know stout middle linebacker. They have that guy Miles Garrett too. I've heard of him. Yeah, you know he likes to swing. You know, swing some helmets. You know, hey, here he's not there. the only one now. Yeah, but he was the only one penalized. <laughs> but he's no, the this, one that did it. Uh, yeah, regular this game. this defense this defense is going to be very interesting. But again, that. This is not the AFC North does not have a favorable schedule because all the teams in the division are so good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, again, again, this one got a little bit more flexible with uh, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I don't think it's as much of a downgrade as it could have been, as we've seen in some other. I'd rather have Brissett than uh, Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, now they get a little bit easier start here as they have Carolina, the Jets, Pittsburgh, and then Atlanta before they go and run into the Chargers, 
the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Bills, <laughs> the, the, Tampa Bay. Yeah. And then they get back to Houston. But right. Wow. Yeah. I, That's uh, a gut shot right in the middle of the season. Yeah. Looking at looking at everything, I, I took the under again with, with eight and a half wins. I don't think – I don't think they come back. I mean, I don't even think when they get Deshaun back that it really makes too much of a difference as far as wins go. Yeah, I'm going to keep them the under. Again, I'm at like six or seven here. Right, that's where I that's where I came out with them too. Um, so I'm I'm going to take the under as well. I am feeling a little bit better about a, a pick we're going to make here in a in a few minutes. Yeah, though. absolutely. So all right, so both taking unders for the Browns. That brings us to your uh, last year's Super Bowl losing team, but they were there. We couldn't just call them the defending AFC champions. We really just had to throw out losers in some aspect. It's the Bengals. I mean, I don't know. Hey, they earned it. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I know. I just, I just say all kinds of things to Bengals fans. But and yeah. we're just hoping Josh is listening. So. <laughs> but, yeah, defending, defending AFC champions, Bengals, uh, nine and a half. I feel like that's a little, I feel like that's a little low for them, you know. With a, they went and went out and got you know some damn good offensive linemen to Finally, you know, yeah. bolster up and protect Fixed that from last year. Yeah, protect you know Joey B. Um, they still have all their weapons. I mean, everybody's ready to go. I have a bone to pick here. I don't get the Joe Burrow fantasy hype. I, he has to be. Tom Brady to be a top five quarterback where he's being projected in some of these leagues. I, th- I think it's, I think it's more, I don't know. I think he proved it last year though. He was, I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. Yeah. But do you realize what he did down the stretch last year? Like, and what he would have to do again? I, I think there's a little bit of regression there. I think he's more towards the back 10, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 rather than really? the top five. Yeah. He doesn't have any rushing upside really anymore. I mean, he can get away, but he now knows the value of that knee. Yeah. I, he has tons of weapons. He's going to be a valuable quarterback in the weapons that you're looking at. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing. I mean, like Darnell Mooney, pretty good. But he plays for the Bears, which their quarterback's going to be in his butt most of the time. So um. I, I don't get Joe Burrow going in the top five, you know, top five in quarterbacks, that is. But that's just me. I do like Joe Mixon, though. Yeah, I figured, and I like Jamar Chase. Hmm. <laughs> I like McNuggets, too. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, we're, I thought we were just throwing out. <laughs> I love Lamp. Um, Jeez, oh, man. <laughs> that's an inside joke for anybody listening. Um Good Lord. Well, taking it back here a minute. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, the Bengals are littered with fantasy goodness. Yeah, I think I think the big I think the biggest question mark is though, so we saw flashes of CJ Uzoma last year. Um, he went on a couple tears, you know, week you know, week after week. You know, can Hayden Hurst be that weapon though? Hayden Hurst really was like this sought after high end tight end for a couple years and then as soon as the trade happened he kinda just fell off yeah there's Cincinnati kind of is like a weird black hole for tight ends they do yeah like they they're they're awesome but they just can't stay on the field right uh, who was like, it who was it before Hayden Hurt it's CJ Zoma I can't we might have to call a friend there yeah, I know who you're talking about that one Tyler Eifert Tyler Eifert that's yes. who it was 
phenomenal Thanks, tight end that just never panned out. No. And then, and it's always a question mark with health, too, especially with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. There always seems to be something going on with them that they're questionable almost every week with a knee or a hamstring or something going on that, you know, you don't get the you don't get the true consistency of a wide receiver two that you really need for fantasy. There's always something question marked with them. Yeah, I mean I'm definitely taking T. Higgins over Boyd. I think I think last year kind of showed it. Boyd might get a little bit more work than he did last year. As someone who drafted him last year, I know where he was at, but um, I expect T. Higgins to have a big role in this this year too. And Jamar Chase, all he did was score touchdowns. So especially after a trade, yeah, he really, uh, he really all, all he did was and score. And he couldn't even catch the ball in the preseason. No, so. that, yeah, that was the biggest thing. Is people were like, oh, he's he's looking bad. Oh, look at that guy. They're right tackle. Yeah, that that was something, you know, we were just saying they really had a huge upgrade of offensive line. So you consider and that's what I'm talking about, too. So you consider a quarterback and a receiver combination who put up the points that they did behind a terrible offensive line. And now you just upgraded the entire offensive line and you have those weapons still. You know, so their right tackle is Lyle Collins. Mm-hmm. You know where he'd look really good right now? Playing left tackle for the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys that drafted him and had him for his whole career so far and then traded him away. Yeah, or didn't trade him. They let him walk. Yeah. But. but, yeah, Alex Kappa is another big, you know, addition in the right guard area. Like, yeah, this is going to be a very good offensive line. Once it starts gelling, that's why I'm saying I don't know how you discount Joey B behind a better offensive line. One thing I think that's not always taken into account in fantasy, and I'll give credit to Joe Burrow, is – it's not just Joe Burrow, but a lot of it came with him. Is just the swagger behind this team. That so. man, that man drips swagger <laughs> without even trying. Yeah, he's uh, you know, and then you throw in you throw in a couple of those other guys, and yeah, they're Absolutely. this team. This team rides. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, looking at their schedule again, they're I mean, the first nine weeks, they definitely, I definitely project them having a winning a winning record. That game, that game two is going to be rough. Yeah. I mean, it's in it's in Jerryland, yeah. but I just think, especially if they if they just dismantle Pittsburgh, how much energy and swagger they're going to come in with, uh, that that's just going to be a, that's going to be a highlight Sunday afternoon game. Um, but yeah, nine and a half. I I'm definitely taking the over. I ha- I have I don't have them by much. I have them at ten, again, but I just think this is a, that's a, and that's a that's a low ball in ten. I think they have upside to yeah. I can see eleven pretty comfortably for them right i mean i don't know how you get to 11 comfortably but um that's i i I am also going to take the over here yeah absolutely i'm glad we go through this before so we don't make all of the same choices right (laughs) as we've picked the same for everyone hey we had differences in the last last show yeah i know we're just uh, rough start rough start we'll get we'll get this podcast thing down in year three all right that brings us to the ravens the Lamar Jackson, no contract led Ravens. First question: Do you think Lamar Jackson should get an agent? Yeah, yeah. The, the whole representing yourself thing does nothing for negotiations. No, there are none. You can't. You can't. Like, you have to be a football player. You have to practice. Yeah, negotiate yeah. in the shower afterwards. Like, yeah. When do you have time? But again. This whole thing of now, and, and it's been talked about numerous times on ESPN. I've seen it, you know, drilled on. You playing without a contract right now, for the type of style of play that Lamar does, that's dangerous. I, yeah, but we've seen it work. But I think very minimal. Um, Kirk Cousins. 
Yeah, but I think people have learned from that contract to be like, and he did. It, he did it what two years in a row with the Commanders. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think I think you gotta pay him. I mean, especially the rush just getting paid. With who? Russ. Oh, I thought you said Rush. I was like, Cooper Rush did not get. <laughs> <laughs> but you're talking. You're talking. You're talking about. I don't want to say completely different styles of quarterback because obviously they're still on that you know agile, athletic style quarterback. But you're talking about a proven quarterback, and I, I don't want to say Lamar's not proven, but Lamar's not proven. I definitely think you, there's different things that need to be written into those contracts. But there's no reason to not write him a two hundred fifty million right. dollar contract. Maybe six years. Yeah, maybe I was, five years. Maybe performance bonuses. Yeah. Maybe. But now, I mean, with we just talked about the team. Now the Browns pretty much screwed every yeah every negotiation for athletic quarterbacks at the race. If you're not bringing two forty five and five to the table, it's with most of it guaranteed. Yeah, and no, every quarterback's gonna be like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, I think Russ was one sixty five or one eighty or something right. like guaranteed. Yeah. Right, but yeah, I I don't know. I just bring him up because he was. The last and one now, ba- and now Baltimore loses, uh, not, loses one of you know Lamar's weapons in Marquise. Yeah, I think the bigger problem is their offensive line. For as good as Cincinnati got, their problem is their whole offense besides Lamar and Mark Andrews. No, I mean, we'll see if J.K. Dobbins. I don't, I don't know that he's starting Week One. Um, they did sign Kenyon Drake. They did sign Kenyon Drake, and you may get Kenyon Drake and Mike Davis starting week one. And I think we talked about this last show, but that's one of those things that you can look for in the later rounds of your draft. Like a Sammy Watkins, someone who, who you feel is going to do pretty good week one that you can then trade away for someone that you missed out on. Or if you're in a dynasty league or something, trade for some draft picks or right. something like that. I just don't I don't like their weapons at receiver. I don't I don't trust any of their receivers. Uh, their their receivers are so minimal for an upside that it's not even. Even Josh Gordon. <laughs> okay. <never mind>. No. <laughs> you talked about him last time. So yeah. No. I just I just think their receivers like we were so high on Rashad Bateman last year. But he was injured coming into the season. But that he... but that's a, that seems to be a problem with this team. Like when you talk about injuries, there's there's no there's, there's, there's no red letter by his name. Not right? yet. Give it week one. This whole this whole lineup's going to be cued. However, with this team, I think it's a little bit different because if you look at Mark Andrews, Nick Boyle not so much on the receiving end. Isaiah Likely, did you see what he did? Yeah, that dude balled out. They only have five, six receivers now right. on the on the uh, on the roster, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I like I said, it's just it's just a trust it's just a trust issue for me between Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay. Like, it's a big trust issue, or. Big trust, yeah. Okay. Real big trust. Um, yeah, that that line's gonna have to. I mean, they have the ultimate in quarterback weaponry for not having a great offensive line, but and you have the ultimate security blanket in you know, oh my receivers can't catch. Hey, Mark Andrews, go you, get it. Yeah, and I don't care what team you are, what your coach is, who you are. That you want that ability to be able to throw the ball. I'm not saying he can or can't. I'm just saying if right. that offensive line's gonna hold up enough. Just to open those lanes for him, but they're at ten and a half though. Yeah, this but... is the weirdest schedule I've ever seen. Look at one through four. One through four literally is 
the entire AFC East. Sorry, I'm getting calls about our our draft that's uh, two, uh, two, two hours away, hours, yeah. two hours and twenty minutes away because people don't know how to pick the keepers yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look at look at that. You face the entire AFC East in week one through four. That is true. So I mean, you're at a minimal two. Ah, that's going to be a good week two. I think that'll be a, a fun game, week two game to watch. Tua versus Lamar yeah. with Tyree Kill. Yeah. I I don't know. I I. My, I'm just not sold on Miami, and we'll touch on that in the AFC East, but uh, ten and a half though for this, mm, I don't know. Like I, that week, that week fourteen through week eighteen, you literally play the Steelers twice, I'm the gonna, Bengals, and, and the Browns. Yeah, I'm gonna throw this in as an over and my division winner. You think the Ravens win the yes. division? I. Uh, Every year, every year they're just so frustrating because fantasy wise, you can only trust so many. Three, four, five. I have them. I have them at the under rate of ten wins. Hater, I am. I. I mean, look at this guy. Look yeah, at this guy. he's gonna win. Yeah, look, look at him on the chain. Look at him on the field. He runs around and scores touchdowns. Yeah. And then MVP clutch. right there. He was the MVP. I thought you were talking this year. I was oh, like, no. stop it. How many MVPs do you have? That's what I thought. Depends on what divi- what league you're talking about. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> but yeah, no, I go, I go with the. So there's our first, there's our first differential. I go under, you go over. Yep, yep. So we hate the Steelers and the Browns. You hate the Ravens. And we both like the Bengals. We both like the Bengals. All right, let's move on to your division. And take the AFC South now, but we're gonna. St- I'll let you finish it, but we're gonna start down south with the Houston Texans. Yeah, four and a half wins here because uh, I think that's the lowest input they could do. Can we please get Brandon Cooks a new team? <laughs> for it doesn't God matter. Sake. He's got a new team every year, and he, all he does is catch thousand yards. And yeah. well, he didn't catch that many touchdowns last year, but I don't know. But yeah, Houston. Houston's gonna be interesting. I mean. I don't even know who the, is their quarterback still. It's Davis Mills. Davis Mills. All right. Yeah, he's uh, not looking great during the preseason here. But we did have all of last season with, or not all, but most of last season with him as well. So there is a little bit of history there to check out. Right. So this team not huge. I think the pieces that you're looking at here are Brandon Cooks. Who always goes later than he should, right? But also the running back, Damian Pierce. Yeah, he's had, he's been talked about a lot out of preseason, so it'll definitely be uh, definitely be interesting. He's going to be him. number one um, as a rookie here. We'll see. We'll see if he can come out, throw his hat, his name in the hat for rookie of the year because you know it typically goes to a quarterback or running back, right? Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But he has the he has the potential. The problem is negative game script. How much are they going to run the ball? You know, hopefully he can get some get some passing work there too. How much do they play from behind every game? <laughs> but yeah, no. And then one of the bigger ones was the signing they had a couple days ago. I mean, no, I know he's 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 tight end two on the roster right now. But OJ Howard, OJ Howard might be a decent piece for them too. Yeah, we'll see if he can if he can hang on to the ball. Um, you know, I guess we do have to mention the piece they're missing is John Met, Menchie yeah, the third, Menchie. Uh, who I took in our. Well, I told you I took the Commanders running back, and then he got shot two days later. Well, I took Menchie, who wasn't going to play 
a chunk of this first year coming back from injury um, out of college. And then he gets diagnosed with uh, leukemia. And apparently it's treatable. But he's going to miss all year. Yeah. All year. So he's he's out for the year. So taxi squad that guy. <laughs> Bring him up in two years, three years. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not too much to talk about with the Texans. So four and a half wins. I have the under for them. You're taking the under? Oh, mm. they face the Colts there week one, don't they? Yep. Uh, do you give them any wins? Yeah, I give them four. Oh, look at you. That's very nice. I'm being a little biased and saying they actually beat Tennessee in one game, but, you know. <laughs> Just wishing it into existence. Hey, Tennessee struggled with them before, but, yeah. I'm going to take the under as well, but I'm going more like two or three wins. Getting that first-round pick of I mean, uh, Bryce Young to come in and save the franchise. Yeah, well, I mean, they might be gun-shy taking a quarterback number one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not much to go on with the Texans there, but definitely look for Damian Pierce. He might be he might be someone that can they can get and you know he's gone up. His average draft position's gone up, but he still can be someone that you can pick later that can help win your league. So, yeah. uh, the Jaguars. I think this might be the most interesting team in the South. Like they have like they could be their peak could be ridiculous, but are you saying they could be really good or they could be really bad? They could be contending. They could, for they like could the be like two. They could be like one year they make it to the AFC Championship game and then not make it back. Yeah, to the like, yeah. like I don't, I don't know. Has that happened before with them? I can't. Yeah, yeah. The Blake Bortles show. It wasn't even Blake. Was it Blake Bortles? No. Yeah. It was more recently than that. No, it was when I was still working at. Oh. Our old employer. Well, the problem is they got rid of Gardner Minshew. Yeah, that's their problem. You're right. <laughs> See, I know this stuff. That's why I talk oh. on but yeah, internet so, radio. I mean, Jags are sitting at six and a half. I don't know. I just, you know, this is this is the year for, this is the year to see Trevor Lawrence. Like, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I do think, you know, the running backs, we got ETN. Um, it looks like James Robinson's coming back sooner rather than later. You know, maybe week two. Maybe he could be there week one, but really coming back like week two or week three. I don't know that that's going to take away too much from Travis Etienne. Is more, I mean, if you remember him from Clemson, his Clemson days, he's essentially a rookie because he missed all of last season right. getting hurt in the preseason. Um, just the, a world of talent, and we'll see. We'll see what they do with it there because this is obviously a different um, crew than the what dra- than the one who drafted right. Yeah, him. under a new under new helm with coaching and everything. So I mean, this will be. I think this is going to be more you know tailored to tra- Trevor Lawrence's style. So I think that offense, and especially, I think this was the team that spent the most money. Oh, they <laughs> spent by far the most money because you yeah. pay that Jag tax or Jacks tax. Yeah, Florida tax to get people there, <laughs> which is crazy because in Florida, usually people go to Florida because you don't have to pay the taxes, but to get people to come to. Yeah, it's for retirement, though. Duval County, it's. <laughs> but no, I mean, spending the money on the the money they did. I mean, obviously, it was very questionable the amount of money they spent with yeah. Christian Kirk. I was going to say Christian Kirk. You had so you one? had so many other receiver options, and you were like, you know what, Christian Kirk, that's my guy. Okay. I I I don't I. Yeah. I just I just don't I don't see it. I mean that that wide receiver group and tight end group can be productive. I want to say, you know, Marvin Jones, you know, still can be that average, you know, 
in our league at least like eight to ten point scorer, which could be huge. Yeah, I mean he plays a lot in the slot, so right. he does get he has that that ability right. to break to get those. Um, you know, but then yeah, you're giving Trevor Lawrence three new pieces though. You're giving him Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram can be if he can catch the ball in Florida because yeah. he couldn't in New York. No, but when he did catch the ball though, oh, he was a he was beast. productive. Yeah, um, I like Marvin Jones. The problem is he is getting a little bit older. I think it is definitely going to have to run through Etienne and Robinson. I think getting them both involved would be the answer here. But I mean, we've never seen a two running back system work very well, though. I mean, Kamara and Ingram. Eh. It. Uh, I'm not saying for fantasy. I'm saying for NFL. I mean, even for NFL, I've never. I mean, Chubb and Chubb and Kareem were like the biggest. That worked pretty well. It worked okay. We'll see. We'll see. They got they got a decent coaching staff down. There. Dudes want a dudes want a Super Bowl. So yeah, with a backup quarterback, and they do have this incredible person named Josh Allen. That's true defense. too. <laughs> um, not 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 the Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen. But I mean, he has a one up on the other Josh Allen. So they that game last year was that game off. last year was insane. So yes. like I said, this could potentially be a higher end you know outlook for the Jets. Are we six and a half with them? Yeah. Oh, they faced the Commanders week one. That's always a. Yeah, a plus. and then they give the. I mean, speaking from experience, they give the Colts fits. Thank you that they did not schedule them the last game of the well, season this year. Yeah, you know, they I, they played two times within the first six weeks. Oh, they do have. They they did change that. They changed, They put Tennessee the last game of the season so they can ruin their playoff hopes. Or Derrick Henry can just run right through them. Then no, not gonna happen. Josh Allen, Josh Allen's not gonna let that happen. I don't think a Mack truck could stop <laughs> Derrick Henry. Hey, if it was to get into the playoffs. If it was in the playoffs, then he would fold. <laughs> All right. So, what are you thinking? Six and a half wins. Oh, uh, I say. I honestly think they. I honestly think they sweep the Texans. They split. I think they split with both high end teams, with both top end teams that we're going to talk about. I think they split Tennessee and Indy. So I'm going to go over. I am too. I have them at right at seven. I have them at eight. Well, you can take your eight and do something with it. I but, say it's seven. But hey. Look at that! Both of us. That's. I think that's the first one. Oh no, I was gonna say. I think that's the first one we both went over. But no, oh, we, we took the Bengals. Yeah. That brings us up to your favorite Tennessee Titans. I don't care. Under. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Under. I don't even care. Nine and a half. No, no, I'm kidding. No, I mean, there's a lot of respect that goes out there for you know, obviously Derrick Henry. But the biggest question mark is is what does he have to get back to again? Does he have to get back to that MVP style season because their receivers are not looking. Good. This so so this is one where I think it I don't want to say it's gonna get better than it was because they got rid of a top talent. Um but I think I mean this is the year. Cause how much longer you know, we saw Derek Henry get hurt last year and no one mm-hmm. likes to predict injuries or no. somebody did call him a bust last year. Thank you. Um that didn't work out very well for me. And the, but the and the and the but the question mark is too is who's gonna lead the helm? Because if Ryan Tannehill's not four and five and that 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 crowd base is going to be screaming for what Malik Willis did in the preseason for him to start. They want they want to see Malik Willis get in there. I think Willis will be next year. Um, you, I, think, I think this is you Tannehill's don't, last. Oh. I think it's his. I think it's his contract year, isn't it? I don't know. They had to pay him an absurd. He had the most highest guaranteed that he was that he was doing the NFL. So, yeah. I, I just think I just think if this team is not not bad for a wide receiver, 
Yeah. I I don't know. I just don't. Their wide receiving crew is not good. Like Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, Nick Westbrook, Akeen. I think Robert Woods is going to be all right. I don't think he's a number one wide receiver. Um, is he going to be okay through injury still? Like that man. He's not injured. Not anymore. He's fine. Look, it's sunny Tennessee. Yes, because he couldn't get it done in sunny L.A. I'm going to get in L.A. He'll, he'll be able to go to honky tonks and all kinds of stuff out here now. You don't get that in L.A. No, oh, you get, do, but it's different. You, it's get, a lot, you get a lot better in L.A., trust me. Um, I think Traylon Burks is going to be way better. There's been – when he came out, you know, looking really high, projected really high, then there was the whole asthma thing. And that doesn't go away. Listen – if we can, if we can help Magic, we can help his. We can help wow. Traylon Burks. Wow. <laughs> okay. I didn't say Magic who. So Did... I think Traylon Burks is gonna have an awesome season. I think I think he'll be all right. Now here's the better question because you were correct on it last year. I will tell you, but what kind of ba- what kind of setback does losing Harold Landry? Due to that defense. Oh, when I said they were a good defense? Yeah. So, I think I think they'll still be okay. Look, they're going to be okay. They're not going to be, they're not going to be a top defense because, I mean, they do get the bonus of having to face Houston twice. Mm-hmm. Possibly Jacksonville. We'll see. Um, they don't get. Carson Wentz didn't do too bad against them last year. So. No, I mean they split the series with the Colts last yeah. year. Like they, but and they were both blowout games. Like they both like got ugly towards the end. Yeah. No, I think I think they'll still be a, they'll be an all right team. I mean, you had them written out out of entirely as one of the worst defenses in the league last year. Yeah. Well. And I took them. I think at number ten or twelve or fifteen or something like that. I think it's where it will be. I think they'll have a, a solid defense. I think that coaching staff makes them a solid. There's certain teams that tend to have. You know, every year they seem to have a, a decent offense or, or a specific part, a decent passing game, a decent running game, decent defensive line. And a lot of that comes from that coaching staff. So I think they'll be all right here. Um, still got Bud Dupree back there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we have them at nine and a half wins. Um, you're, you're serious with the under? It's it's tough because, honestly, like, obviously – in. And they play the the tough part is they play Indy close. Like that's going to be familiarity right away. Like you get Indy Commanders by week Indy. So I mean that right away is going to be tough. And then they have a tough stretch down the road. They have they have Houston, but then they have KC, Denver, Green Bay, Cincy, Philly. Like that is a tough stretch. And then to have to tell Derrick Henry, hey, you got to go get 30, 40 carries in every one of these games, which the man can do. Don't get me wrong. But I just think that's that's a very tough stretch. Yeah, I have them right at nine wins, which is which is the under. Right. Realistically, I mean, fandom aside, I have them at nine wins as well. I think it'll be, and it's going to be close because again, their division is so weak. It's on the up. It's 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 improving, but it, I think if you're looking at the entire NFL, I think they're still yeah, they're, it's the not, weakest it's division. Not the West. In the, it, I think it's still the weakest division in football. Uh, we got the we got the AFC East here in a second, so watch yeah. your words. That 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 division might might have a bad year this year. Right. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, 
Yeah, so both taking right around nine wins, which is obviously what the uh, people making the lines try to do is they try to make it as close right. as they possibly can. So nine and a half wins, they'd have to get ten to get the over. We're both taking the under, and we're moving on to the Colts. Take it away. Oy, another year. You another, have five minutes, by the way. Go. <laughs> another year, another new quarterback. That's what I'll. That's what I'll say. It'll be interesting to see how this offense flows. Uh, I almost said Darius. His name is now Shaquille Leonard. Um, you know, having having offseason surgery to you know help him. They said he's been injured since you know 2018. He hasn't played healthy. So I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. And they, I mean, this is completely irrelevant. You're going to hate me for bringing it up, but losing their punter. You know, because Rigoberto Sanchez was a big X factor on special teams, so I mean that that's a swing for their defense. But I think their defense is good. I think their defense is getting healthy again, getting Julian Blackman, adding Stephon Gilmore. You know, in Gog in Gog in that he said Yannick in Yeah, yeah. And then DeForest Buckner. So I mean, in and Quiddy Pay, you have a very solid defense. Like that defense is. Are they going to get the production out of Quiddy Pay this year? I, they need to. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. The biggest, I mean, the biggest question mark for this whole entire team is not not are you going to get the same year from Jonathan Taylor? I don't believe you're going to get the same year from Jonathan Taylor. I think he's going to have a little bit of a regression because you want to pass the ball more with Matt Ryan. But that those offensive weapons and the biggest X factor of health that we always talk about that we've talked about every year we bring up the Colts is what the heck is going on with Paris Campbell. I was going to say, it's been, you know, we've seen that Paris Campbell is not the number two receiver. No. Is Alec Pierce going to be able to fill that role this year? I think he becomes the true number two. I think he becomes, you know, he's going to have a very good breakout season for being a rookie. Um, it's going to be interesting. So, I mean, I like I like what they're doing this year. I just hate the fact that we have to adapt to a new quarterback again this year. And then how long do we have Matt Ryan for? That's going to be the question. So, uh, Pittman. Where do you think he's landing? Top fifteen, top twenty, top fifteen, top fifteen. I have him. I have him as the. Tw- I would say the twelfth. Homer. No, <laughs> not even close. No, no. He could definitely. He has. Look. Okay, Matt Ryan can't throw touchdowns, but he can put up some fantasy numbers. Yeah, I mean, he's had phenomenal fantasy receivers for years here. So I definitely think it's it's completely within the realm of possibility that Pittman could be actually a top ten receiver. Um, Draft-wise, which we're talking about right now, I definitely think he's in the top 15, though. They also have a pretty decent start to their schedule, and then things get a little hairy, and then it lightens up, and it gets a little hairy, and then it lightens up. I think I think they just come over that 9.5. I think they get 10. That stretch from November 13th to December 4th is going to be the biggest X factor. I don't think we have a, I don't think we have a collapse like we did last year in the last two games of the season. I, thankfully, the problem is I have them at nine wins again too. Can I take all but the Jags to go? Oh, oh man, <laughs> you took the Jags to go over the only <laughs> team in the division. I'm gonna say under as well, which will make this next part really hard because it's gonna come down to their. I, I'm not sure of all the tiebreaker rules, but I think it goes head to head for no, it goes division first, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, division wins. And then head-to-head. Right. Which it may come down to in this division. It always comes down to that, basically, between them and Tennessee. Which is, I think is I think is the crazier fact that they've scheduled Tennessee. And the, the crazier part is I think it's going to come down to those two running backs who are both... One and two going yeah, in. Yeah, top two running backs. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Tennessee to win this division. 
I hate you. You're welcome. I hate you with a passion. Well, but I, the, I took the Eagles I was in say, mind. Yeah, so. I was, I, that's what I was just about to bring up. You did take your arch rival, the Eagles, to win the division. So, no, like like you said, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to do the show after that December fourth game too, because uh, we might, we might not have to, we might not be able to do that in the same. I'm just gonna head to Florida and forget it. <laughs> but no, ten, uh, I took the over at ten wins. You take the under at nine. Yeah, it's it's going to be a very <laughs> which averages out to nine and a half, which is right where the line <laughs> reigns. Man, you think these guys know what they're doing on these over-unders? Yeah. It's like they get paid highly for this or something. All right, so let's go to the East, which there's a decent uh, discrepancy here in the in the projected win totals for three of the teams versus the fourth one. We're going to start with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, my light just came on. That was interesting. You must like the Jets. You must be a Jets <laughs> so fan now. Like, listen, <laughs> the... I know we're in New York, but... Settle down. It's Bill's country. <laughs> the ghosts are Jets fans in your household. All right. So we talked about quarterbacks with the Steelers. We're talking about quarterbacks with the Jets here, too. But this one's due to injury, not due to decision-making. Um, I know you're a big fan of Jets quarterbacks. So are the soccer moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so what do you think? What's going on with the Jets? Oh, we, we have a, we're looking at five and a half for them as well. Yeah, uh, throwing it back. Uh, Got to rely on good old Joe Flacco. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what Joe Flacco are we going to get? Are we going to get the Joe Flacco for the past six years? Are we going to get the Super, Super, Bowl, Super Bowl champion? Super Bowl champion Joe Flacco? Yeah, this is, uh, this. Is, I mean, that's whole. That whole, man. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong schedule. Sorry. Okay, Joe, yeah, Joe, Zach Wilson is uh, questionable. But I think, you know, it, it was, what, two to four weeks, I think, was the mm-hmm. initial. And that was right. about two weeks ago, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's a chance you could see Zach Wilson week one. But I believe it's going to be Joe Flacco. Right. And there, but there's a lot of upside with the rookie or with the young guys that they have. I mean, they're huge on Breeze Hall. Yeah. I'm going to give him a big old, like, whoa as far as fantasy goes this right. year. I just think there's a lot of things working against him. I mean – then no. you also have Elijah Moore. They, t- they have Michael Carter and Ty Johnson from last year. Neither one of those guys are just scrubs either. So, right. um, and then yeah, they have ninety receivers on this team. They're the opposite. They have the, our favorite receiver. They're the opposite of the Ravens. Yeah, they have your favorite receiver though. Which one? Corey Davis. Oh. <laughs> I actually so I like Corey Davis. Um, I like Elijah Moore. I really like Denzel Mims, but. You know he wants out. Yeah, he does because they have like six decent receivers. They got Garrett Wilson coming in this year, rookie from Ohio State. They have twenty-two tight ends. There's our boy though, CJ Zama. Yeah, Tyler Conklin. Like they spent a lot of tight. They put a lot of money in a tight end this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have a quarterback that's struggling, tight ends usually their best friend. So, uh, I actually think this team is going to be a disaster. Yeah. Like, not just, like, the whole team. They're in New York. I know they don't get the spotlight whoa, of the whoa, Giants. Whoa. Don't disrespect New York like that. They're in New Jersey. They play in New Jersey. Their team is named New York. <laughs> they need to change that, though. They need to go to New Jersey. I think New Jersey need... doesn't want them. They got the Devils. That's bad enough. <laughs> Hockey. <laughs> also coming up shortly. Um, oh, what do we got? Five and a half for them? Oh, yeah. Man, now, now with this, don't get me wrong. With this lineup, they could throw up some points every now and then. 
and and I expect them to. I expect them to have a couple decent games. I mean, heck, they're undefeated so far this year. Don't ever talk about preseason undefeated <laughs> records on this show. Three and zero in the preseason. Uh, yeah, and then look at their regular season schedule. Yeah, they start off at Baltimore. That they Cleveland t- defense. They play the whole NFC or AFC yeah. North. Yeah, you might just keep your quarterback out till week four. Week four? Hell, I wouldn't bring him back till Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, you start off against the North, which they could go 0-4 pretty quickly there. And then they get their East games in with a with a break. We'll call it a break. Where they face Green Bay. Green Bay Denver. at Green Bay. And at Denver. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they get their first win until Chicago. <laughs> I mean, maybe the Browns. I think facing the Browns week two into their Jacoby Brissett era, you may get a win there. I think the Browns kind of shot themselves in the foot playing Watson so much in the preseason. Mm-hmm. I think that they didn't give Brissett the time he needed, and it's Cleveland, so things fall apart all the time there. We, how many memes of dumpster fires have you seen? A lot around the Browns in the last ten years. So, on that good note, I took the under. I give him four. Uh, I think that's a game the Steelers lose every year. That's a game the Steelers lose. Mm, yeah, because <laughs> they. I mean. They play down to their opponents all the time. That could be the first game we see Kenny Pickett start, though, it, or at least come in at halftime. Yeah, I give him, I give him four. So I still, I mean, I take the under. Are they gonna lose? Are they gonna beat New England this year? I don't think they win a division game. I think really? they go. Yeah, I think they go zero four against another division. So yeah, I'm gonna take the under as well. I have them beating Seattle, Jacksonville. Chicago. I have them taking one game against New England. Mm. Just because. And that'll be where Belichick walks off and retires. <laughs> they, I mean, they face each other twice in four weeks. So, Yeah, what is it with that scheduling this year? I don't know. Really putting your division, you know. Hey, we've talked about so many teams having to go to cold weather games at the end of the season. They end the season at Miami. I mean, the week before that, they're in Seattle. Yeah. But still. Oh, they get Jacksonville. Oh, that's home. Never mind. Yeah, it's not gonna be a warm one. Oh, that's a that's oh, that's a Thursday game. Prime video. Are you gonna bring right. out the all green unis for that? Mm-hmm. Probably the Jacksonville all black. When are we get the when are we get the blue and yellows? Do we know yet? Don't they have a blue and yellow for the Jets? Or is that the Packers? I'm thinking of. I don't know. The Packers have a blue and yellow. I thought the Jets had one too. I don't know. They might. I'm not that old. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty old. You are. <laughs> I, I'm also going to take the under on okay. on the the Jets. So the next two teams we have are both eight and five, but just out of respect, we're going to start with the Dolphins. Eight and a half. Eight and a half is what I said. Eight and five. That might be the record, but you know, eight, after thirteen quit. games, yeah, they just quit after thirteen games. But yeah, the question mark is, Tua, if you can't get this done, buddy, you might be done. Listen, Tyreek Hill loves him. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does that for media though. Don't ever, don't ever say he's a better ball thrower than Patrick Mahomes. That is blasphemy. He could be a better ball thrower than Patrick Mahomes when Patrick Mahomes is throwing left-handed behind his back. Yeah, uh, which even then we've seen him throwing dots. Is that the one he did off the crossbar? Mm-hmm. Was left-handed behind his, or was it just mm-hmm. behind his back? I don't remember. He's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Behind his back pitches, under his leg throws, and he still has a better completion rate than Zach Wilson. And less interceptions. Yeah, and less interceptions. Over more years. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, th- I mean, you want to talk about a team that's got to get off to a start quick. Oh, man. Four weeks. So, 
this team has a ton of potential and some serious problems. Yeah. Uh, they got caught tampering. Yep. And tanking. Yep. I think they're the first team ever to get in trouble for tanking. Yeah. So they've got uh, some suspensions in their front office. They've got a slew of running backs, which seem to get have gotten a little bit more. They got rid of Sony Michelle. They they cut him. Um, he went to the Chargers, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and you also bring the injury-prone Raheem Mostert in. He's one of your favorites that you always like to draft. Yeah, a few years ago, he you guys gave me crap, and he just tore it up until he got hurt. And then tore his knee. <laughs> <laughs> and then tore himself up, yeah. yeah. And then got hurt in the preseason, and then, yeah. Anyway. You want to talk about a team that has a short list of receivers? Holy cow. They also... Is that because they're all short or because... No, there's not many. Jalen Waddle is not that short. Um, he's not 6'6". No. Um, they did bring over Cedric Wilson Jr., who, in the middle of the season last year when the Cowboys were down some receivers, did have some pretty some pretty good games. Uh, I mean, he's not... He didn't tear it up, but he's potential for a decent third receiver there, yeah. which he's labeled at. But, yeah... Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle had a heck of a rookie season last year. Right. I don't think you can keep that up with the amount of receivers they have or running backs they have. First of all, that are all playable and receiving backs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds being their top back should see. You know, he's good in the receiving game. Right. Miles Gaskin. He's had flashes of brilliance, and Raheem Mostert. They're assuming he can still pound the ball down the middle when he needs to. Gotta stay healthy. If he can stay healthy, that that's going to be a very interesting one-two punch between him and Chase Edmonds with adding a sprinkle of Miles Gaskins in there. And the Tyreek Hill-Jalen Waddle argument just this seems like you just have to – it's like uh, – actually, we'll talk about it in a minute with another two receivers, but you kind of just got to pick one. Yeah. And then you also have, don't forget, a top, I would say, 10 tight end. Yeah, we'll see. He's playing on the franchise tag this year. I don't think there's plans to use him like he had been used in the past. Again, a new coaching staff down there. Um, coming out of the 49ers Shanahan tree. So yeah. uh, we'll see what happens there. But like I said, eight and a half wins for these guys. Man, I'm getting hungry. It's almost draft time. Almost. Everybody got their keepers in yet? I don't know. I've had like three calls since we've done this, started this podcast. So we might have to take a time out here for breaking news. <laughs> station <spawn>. ide- station <laughs> identification. <laughs> oh, oh. 1994. Yeah, man. Their first four weeks, though. That, oh. New England at Baltimore, Buffalo at Cincy. Man, I really don't Yikes. like New England this year. Not even their defense? You oh, rode really. their defense, I think, since we've known each other. <laughs> I know, but I think their defense will have trouble because of their offense this year. Yeah, they do have Four. a tough start to the schedule, though. Five. I have, I have six wins. You see Minnesota just get sprinkled in these schedules like, yeah. just to mess with people. Except they do play the entire NFC North, so <laughs> I know, but it's just like I don't, maybe it's their logo or something. It's just right. like, yeah, I have six wins. I don't even have close to their eight and a half. I mean, I say close, but that could be pro- projecting. Listen, I have them at like eight or nine, so I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the over on them. Holy cow! Listen, I know I've gained a few pounds, but there's no reason to be calling me names. <laughs> You're freaking ridiculous. We're we're live on recorded air right now. 
right. So it's the biggest oxymoron I've ever heard. Yeah, whatever, big guy. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's gonna take us up to the Patriots. Is this Belichick's last? Year? No, I'm kidding. That's always in the news, though. Everybody... You think he'd ever go to another team? No. Of course, you never thought Brady would go to another team either. So, I don't think he could go to another team. We didn't think Brady could go to another team. I thought Brady could go to another team. I don't think, I don't think he could go to another team. Just, it's like a worn-in couch. You don't think he goes back to the Browns if this doesn't work out for Stefanski? Oh, the Browns would. There'd be just the whole city would just be a pile of like goo. Yeah. <laughs> they'd be so excited. And then uh, somehow they get Nick Saban back because he leaves Alabama. And, and then they trade away everybody they have, bring in a bunch of third stringers, and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Man, it's <laughs> like New England's done that before. Weird. you got to get rid of them early. You don't want to be keeping them too late. Right. Only one and a half years is what you get out of people and then ship them off. Yeah. So, listen, this is not a team of superstars. The question is if Mac Jones can pull out his inner Tom Brady again. No, I think Mac Jones has a decline this year. Yeah. You got Devontae Parker, who they seem to have had a decent um, relationship. Chemistry is the word I was looking for there. Through the preseason, Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne as your other receivers. There's not a number one receiver on that team. There's big news about Tyquan Thornton, but he's now on the IR. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you have Nelson Aguilar, Devontae Parker. They still have that one-two punch in tight end that people thought was going to be amazing and didn't really, I mean. I thought one retired and one went to jail. <laughs> no, that was way, oh, yeah, no, that was years ago. way before that. Okay. Yeah, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith blocked a lot last year. Did Which a really is good job crazy doing that. because he's actually a very athletic tight end. Yeah, but he was very good at blocking too, so. Man, you would think you're the general manager for our fantasy football league the way you're. <laughs> phone is blowing up I, over it's there. It's going nuts here. I need a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this it. out there. We need a an administrative assistant, um, unpaid internship. And when we say unpaid, we mean unpaid. Oh, like, yeah, you gotta bring your own water. Can, yeah, <laughs> food. <laughs> it's all on you. And you gotta bring us drinks and food too. Possibly so. babysit. We're not sure. <laughs> yeah, keep the kids upstairs, <laughs> not jumping off the couch because it's kind of loud down here. But, yeah, this is. I mean, there's always that defense that can be. You know, somehow they end up in the top ten because Belichick's just a but crazy Belichick's mind. Is coaching the offense this year. Well, yeah, because did you see who they brought on for their offense? They brought three defensive coaches on for their offense. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Matt Patricia, who was the genius behind their defense, they're like, "Hey, come run our offense." You did such a great job in Detroit. I think that they're going to lose Week One, and it's going to be. Just a disaster from there. They lose because their defense just absolutely gets blown out. I mean, look, they got Miami, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Green Bay. Four teams in a row there that definitely have a grudge with that team. Tyree Kale goes off for like 300. Najee goes off for 200. Lamar goes off for 300. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers goes for pass. six touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, this could be. Yeah, but then is, you have Detroit, so. Amon Ross St. Brown goes off for four touchdowns, you know. It could happen. You don't think Detroit wants to just stick it to Matt Patricia? <laughs> Maybe. What do we have them at? Eight and a half, same as Miami? I'm taking the under. Yeah. Even off those first nine weeks, like, holy cow. 
I see two wins in that first nine weeks. <laughs> and they end at Buffalo. Ooh, January 8th in Buffalo. Man, that's going to be a sunny uh, 10 degrees. It'll be a bit nippy. Tad bit nipply. Tad bit nipply. Tidbit nipply. Tidbit. Don't sit in the upper bowl in Buffalo. And if you're a Patriots fan, do not walk through the tailgating area. Good news is if you get right outside the stadium, there's nothing else there, so you're good for a while, but don't, yeah. That 10, that ten miles of stretch that you have to walk through, people getting put through tables, you might become one of them. Yeah. I know from experience. I almost got that. It looks fun at first. Then you realize it's not the fake table. Well, All right, so that brings us to the Bills. I think every analyst has them. I think I literally I don't think I've heard of a different analyst who hasn't picked them this year for the Super Bowl. Yeah, they are the the betting favorites to go to the Super Bowl for the AFC. Uh, they might be the betting favorites to win it. Which this whole stretch of area might be burning to the. They'll be burning couches everywhere. I think all of I-90 from Cleveland to Buffalo would just be a <laughs> absolute be a trail of burning trash yep. on the side of the road. Broken tables. Because we party hard. Um, yeah, that would be exciting. But they're, yeah, they're listed at 11 and a half wins. Obviously, you got Josh Allen there. Stud. I can't seem to pick them up here on my ESPN, which I hate. Yeah, their website. I did it. I'm having trouble pulling them up, too. Maybe that's a sign. Terrible. It's just terrible. Um. Yeah, but obviously you got Stephon Diggs. We might see some more receivers come to life this year because they loved Cole Beasley up there, even though he didn't get vaccinated. But he's gone. He's uh, you know, he got kicked out. So we've got Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, uh, with some opportunities. And after seeing Gabe Davis last year in the playoffs, yeah, just do everything. They also have that dark horse at tight end, that good old Dawson Knox. Hey, he was one of my key pickups last year. Like, he went off for some games. That's where the sigh came in. Yeah, you did You did make a good call with him. Well, don't worry. We'll stop and pause at every good call Anthony made last year. That was it. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, so Josh Allen, the, the running backs, you know, it looks like Devin Singletary's team this year. They did bring in James Cook. They're high on James Cook, too. They like they Younger like. brother of another NFL star. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they are, they are very high on him this year, though. Yeah, I do like Gabe Davis. I think opposite of Stephon Diggs, he will have massive upside. They like Zach Moss, though. though. They, they, I mean, I don't know how they're gonna yeah. roll around a three three running back set. But... I don't think Zach Moss is. I don't think he has it this year. Um, they do have Dawson Knox. Like I said, Isaiah McKenzie is kind of the. The, the trendy pick right now to be the sleeper on this team as the third receiver. So we'll see. It goes. I mean, they have a, a top defense. So they do have all the tools they need to to go to the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl. And just put it, can Buffalo put everything together? If the pass has shown us anything, no, they cannot. But <laughs> they have a really I mean, good shot, too. I mean, the, big, the biggest talk is, I mean, obviously, aside from Josh Allen, it's going to be that defense. That defense is... I think ranked number one or two in everybody's. So I don't care what you think about the schedule. They start off the season week one, Thursday night in LA taking on the Rams. They beat the Rams week one. I think so. Because I mean, 
you have all the you have all the ceremony of you know them showing up their banner yada yada where it's just going to be Buffalo just focused. And I think coming off of the the debacle that was Week One last year against Pittsburgh, I think they go ahead and I think they just turn it around. And I, I mean, it's it's going to be a very good year for them. I think I'm actually taking the over on this, and they're my division winner. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the over on this, and easily the division winner. Yeah, I have them easily at 12 wins. It's probably going to be more. Listen, it's so hard to go. O for now, but I mean, watch the Jets. Don't worry, <laughs> it might happen. All right, now on to the nastiest division in all of the NFL this year. Probably is the NFC. I'm sorry, wow, the AFC West. Dang, we take one little break and you just go branded. Well, listen, we got more uh, more contributors kind of to the show in. Yeah, luckily this one knew how to. Keep Put in his keepers, so did he though? He was he was early he was an early adopter. It's mm. you know the twelfth year of our league, and we got to figure it out. But yes, this might be I don't know. This might be the first division you see every team make the playoffs. Maybe we'll we'll see. We'll start off with the Raiders here, though. I mean, Derek Carr got his best friend back on the team now, or not back on the team, but back with him on yeah. a team in Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, these guys were lights out in college. Yeah, adding just another weapon to an already stout offense, I think, last year. I mean, you had Hunter Renfro doing his thing. You have, you know, Derek, you have J- Josh Jacobs. Wow, that was a Who? hard one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I think you saw the worst of Darren Waller, so we're hoping for a bounce back year from him. Hey, he's looking to get paid, too. So Yeah, so he needs to have that breakout that, what was it, two years ago? Yeah, I mean, even, even with that Foster Moreau, did great is his bad. Like, they're right. not the same player, but right. but that is still available. I think the question here is running back. Yeah, because is Josh Jacobs going to stay on his team? Samir White looked phenomenal in the preseason, the rookie. And then you uh, have the ghost of Amir Abdullah coming. Yeah, but coming as, a pass, as a pass catcher, remember this is a Belichick tree here. So yeah, Josh Jacobs, Samir White, Amir Abdullah, Brandon Bolt. Oh, all of them but Zamir White have the same first letter in their first name and last name. That's just <laughs> that's just weird. Okay, but yeah, they sh- so the, I'm sure you'll see at least the three of them, if not all four of them, at some point. Um, but yeah, Devonte Adams, Hunter Renfro, this should open up Hunter. He shouldn't have to be their number one receiver. Um, no, it's going to open up Hunter. It's going to, like I said, I think it's going to open up Darren Waller for that middle of the field because you have to be so concerned with the one on ones outside with Devontae like they used to in Green Bay. You had to worry so much about doubling him and bracketing him that now you really take that focus away from the Hunter Renfro one-on-ones, the Dale Waller one-on-ones. Like, this is going to be dangerous. And, I mean, with a defense that was already, you know, on the up-and-up last year, especially with the, you know, the come-on of Max Crosby and everybody else. Yeah, so is, um, is Devontae Adams done, though, as far as a fantasy number one? Uh, I don't believe so. I, I still think he can be that true. No- I don't think he's going to be. I don't. I don't. I think you're going to see a, reg- a regression of him. You know, in the numbers that he was putting up, especially because you're going to a division with much tougher defenses than what we saw in the NFC North. Yeah. Um, but I still think he can be that true. Go get it. You know, multiple tight, multiple touchdowns, n- numerous touches. I mean, 
were you starting to laugh at the doorbell being rung like 30 times in the parade of children? No, I was laughing at the parade. I, I heard the stampede, and I started laughing. Everyone's home. There's food here. Um, yeah, no. I think I think Devontae will still be good. I, I, obviously, I don't think he'll be a top two receiver, but he can still be a top five receiver. I would still say top three. Well, we can just fight about that later. I think there's some jello upstairs. That's so weird. <laughs> we'd, we'd make so much money for jello wrestling, but yeah. It, yeah, it'd be kind of a... Never mind. Uh, so we have them. They are sitting at eight and a half wins is the line on the Raiders. Yeah, I got to check out your screen here because your your internet connection kind of... I'm on the same internet connection you are. It went away for me, so... Oh, that's too bad for you. I'm gonna put them. I'm gonna put them at the over just at nine. I think they get. I think they get. You think this they over. take nine? I think they take nine. I think they split with many of their division opponents. That that's gonna be the problem with this division, right? Everybody's gonna split. I don't. The problem is I don't see one division, one per one team in this division sweeping. If we get a sweep, that's your Super Bowl winner. I, I I'm telling you right now. If we see the Chargers or the Chiefs sweep, that's your, that's 100 percent your Super Bowl winner because you swept out of this. You swept out of this division. I have them just under. I have them at eight wins. Yeah, I have them just over at nine, so obviously eight and a half. <laughs> yeah, there so we we're are. gonna we're gonna split the first one here, and uh, we're gonna move on to. Yeah, let's do the Broncos next. Rush just got paid. We'll talk. We'll talk about them real quick. So, obviously, new quarterback, new team ownership, new tight end. Couple of decent running backs, couple, couple of good receivers. I think that's going to be the biggest thing to watch with Denver is going to be the improvement that you get for these receivers. Yeah, because they've been good receivers and they haven't right. really had quarterbacks. Yeah, Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, even Tim Patrick. I mean, he had a no, know, he, no, not Tim no? Patrick. No, Tim Patrick's hurt. Oh, this is why I keep you around. But they do have KJ Hamler out there, so the the Penn State standout. From a few years back, played during my day. Your day, not really, but well, it was my wa- day of watching him on the TV. Water boys' day. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my days was Allen Robinson. So uh, there, there were good times, good times to be had then. That uh, miraculous cat, catch he had against Michigan. But no, I mean running back. So you got Russ out there. Russ just got paid. Russ is going to be good. Russ has the potential to be a top two or three quarterback this year with these yeah. weapons, and he's. He's provided two top receivers in the past for multiple years. So you got Javante Williams, who's they clearly li- the number one. They like him a lot in a cross fantasy, fantasy. A lot of people think he can be a top three in scoring this year. The fantasy. problem is Melvin Gordon is not bad. Like, he's still a good player. Right. Last year, 50-50 split. Exactly. I don't think it's going to happen this year. I do think it's going to lean towards Williams, but... You know, you can't. You're still paying Gordon, um, but then yes, yeah, then you got um, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and KJ Hamler are the the top three here. Um, and then you had the tight end. You had Albert O and Greg, uh, the the rookie, uh, Greg Dol- Dolchich. Who's you weren't even going to try Albert's last name, were you? Yeah. Oh. Okuwumbum. <laughs> sure. I I don't think that no. Not quite, but close. I'll give it to you. 
so this team is stacked. They have the uh, they have a top defense. It's a tough place to play. I mean, yeah, a lot of people seem to have trouble with that elevation when they go there. I've played golf there, man. I got like the worst headache from drinking while playing golf there in Denver. Well, it was in Colorado Springs, but yeah, it's still up there. Yeah, it was. Whew, it was a whole different ball game in that part of the woods. But I mean, you know, watching the Steelers, you had players that couldn't play there. Right, yeah, a lot of people had, and like when what was it when Percy Harvin was going there or something? He couldn't play way it's, back when, like yeah, when he was the, having the migraine issues. Yeah, migraines. It's the sickle cell. Um, has you can't you can't play up there. Sometimes you can't even go there. So that's a heck of a home field advantage when players can't even go there. Right, it's like putting a moat in front of your castle for people who can't swim <laughs> or get past alligators. Right, because every moat has alligators and piranhas in it. <laughs> All right, you need to change. You've watched, you've watched too many movies. Come here, flesh wound. All right, so what do you think Denver's sitting at eight, uh, ten and a half wins here? Just to let you know, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Chiefs are all at ten and a half wins. So, I got they have a pretty easy first couple weeks. Yeah, I gotta say under. You're gonna go under. I think they hit nine. Yeah, I think they hit nine. I think them. I think them and the Raiders both hit nine. Oh, it is backloaded, isn't it? Yeah, I got to eight pretty quick, and I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, After that bye week, I mean, you see two um, teams that potentially they could have an easy time with. Look at that that final. But I'm saying, look at the bye, look at after the bye week. Yeah, after the bye week, but especially those last five weeks, possibly yeah. six weeks. You take Carolina after that bye week out of that. Tennessee, Vegas, Carolina, Baltimore, Kansas City, Arizona, Rams, Kansas City, and Rams okay. or Chargers. Yeah, that's a yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the under on them. Did I say the Rams? Oh, they did. They did. So yeah, I'm gonna take the under as well. Pretty close, but I'm gonna take the under, which I think is gonna be a problem for for most of these teams. Oh, I guess we got a. Uh, this is not Pink Whitney, is it? It's up there. It very well could be. We put out that ad for uh, administrative assistant earlier that said they needed to bring us drinks, and well, it came to fruition. This was not the drinks we were talking about. Wait, why did I get the short one? You got the tall one. That is so. <laughs> that's messed up. It's a little bit more round too. Wow, <laughs> that needs to be flipped. No, don't flip it. There's liquid in it. <laughs> Appreciate it, assistant. Appreciate you. I'm not doing this on air. I will. Oh, you guys are terrible. I hate you both. When he's drinking out of the jigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Thanks the nose tickle. You just missed the section on how we said that Devonte Adams should not be a keeper. Sorry, he kept Devonte Adams. Just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. <laughs> oh, that's live on air. Yeah. That was some really good lemonade. Oh. All right, back to back to where we are here, the Chargers. No, oh, we got to make that quick because, oh, man, that is not. Don't worry, there's pizza upstairs. We'll get it. Thank oh, the you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the Chargers. I mean, talk about an up-and-coming team. You got Austin Eckler, who's like the player king of fantasy football. Yeah. Like the ambassador of fantasy football, which is awesome. Like, I, listen, I played, so I, I took what five months off of work last year. 
like my third day off, I did a basketball draft. I did a hockey draft. I played uh, women's basketball this year. We did. I did that. I'm getting blown up here. I apologize. Um, I thought I turned that. Oh no, I had to turn it back on. Yeah. Let's turn that thing off real quick. That's professional. Um, I've done pretty much everything. I didn't do golf. Right. I didn't do NASCAR. I did F1. Well, I did like half of F1, then it got boring, so I didn't do that one anymore. I've played a lot of fantasy. The argument that fantasy ruins the game, I don't know where you stand on that, but... I think, if anything, fantasy brings number one viewership. Yeah. I can, you, I you can get watch to, the, yeah. the Jags and houston you know how much upsell the nfl did alone on red zone because of fantasy i'm sure because that's all that fantasy cares about is scoring yeah so you, all you see is when your guys score or when your opponent scores that alone right there had to increase so much revenue if, if i'm sitting here at one o'clock on a sunday and it's jacksonville versus houston i have etn i'm watching that game because yeah. i want to see what he does right you now, have brandon cooks to see if he's going if he's going to blow up against a bad defense yeah and then it, you know what you you end up watching the game yeah. <laughs> because everything almost was blacked out. But no, it's uh, I don't know what that little rant was for, but I I I like Eckler. Yeah, um, I was big on him last year, and it it, it did okay. I didn't get him because. Where do you think sniped, the biggest? So the biggest question mark I think is their receivers. Where do you think any of them finish this year? Because it's always. It's You're always, not gonna make me talk about Keenan Allen, are you? I hate, why? Because the one year I picked him, he got hurt two weeks in, and then I let him go, and he goes off for like his best year. It was like there was like two or three years in a row where he got hurt in the beginning of the yeah. season, and and he just he just did that. But he's always a solid pick, though. He's one of those people. I I had this this thought that I that I end up talking about like a lot of receivers in the like twenty five to fifty range. Because especially this year, there's so much potential there that sometimes I almost forget about those ten to twenty right. ranked players that are just always solid. And he falls in there; he's always in the upper teens. You can't go wrong with that pick. It's just not a sexy yeah. pick all the time. Uh, but Mike Williams, on the other hand, yeah, if they use him like they did last year and not the previous years, and he learns how to come down on his feet and not his back or his shoulder or his butt or something top 15 receiver yeah he could be a stud and then josh palmer jalen guyton also yeah there studs. was there was there was spurts last year for guyton palmer like you literally saw them go off for like one or two touchdowns in a game i think i think what you're what what, what happens here is it's safe to say that allen and williams are not going to play the full season that combination will not play the full season there will be at least a game without one of them a hamstring, a back injury, yeah. something. I mean, especially with the season increasing, mm -hmm. it's the same thing with running backs. Like you almost expect running backs to play fourteen or fifteen right. games. Um, and the biggest thing for me was, I think the toughest decision I went back and forth with week after week trying to figure this out. Especially once you know training camp started, preseason started, we got we got back into the fantasy was, you know, who do I keep? Because I had Herbert, and yeah. Herbert Herbert was one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy last year yep that man put up numbers and there wasn't many that were close to him there was probably three or four that when you think about our when you think about our league you think about our keepers those three or four are being kept so it was a really a tough decision 
to say, okay, I got to walk away from Justin Herbert because I have to rely on how our how our league is laid out as far as points goes. But believe me, Justin Herbert is is absolutely one of the best fantasy quarterbacks out there right now. I tell you, watch out for Gerald Everett this year. I really like him. Yeah. He's stuck in Seattle. He's out of there now. He's athletic. Big target up the middle. But ten and a half. Do we? Oh my gosh! Is it bad I have them undefeated in their up into their bye week? This schedule is. Is it? I mean, is it? Is it question mark to have them undefeated through their bye week? Well, when you got Houston, Jacksonville, Cleveland, and Seattle in there. But then you but you have Denver at home, so you get them at their home, at your home place. You only have to go to Kansas City. But again, like I said, I think I don't like Kansas City. Like we'll talk about that next, but I don't like Kansas City. They could be undefeated up until who knows. I have I have them I have them always. Wins, I have eleven wins. Eleven wins in this division is a lot of wins. I think they I think I had them I think either I think I counted eleven or twelve. Because I, I honestly think they beat Indy. I have them at 10. I think they beat Indy and Tennessee. So when you add their first seven weeks, plus Indy and Tennessee, plus whatever they have before that, I have them at 11. I, I have 11 and 6. All right, I'm going 10. I'm going the under. You're going the over. Dang, I put us both at the over. I thought you were going to come around on that. Listen, in our Dynasty League, I have Herbert. So for his sake, I hope they... Actually, I don't really care if they win. I just want them to throw a lot of touchdowns. But <laughs> Depending on who we have, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, Which leads us to our last team. The Kansas City Chefs. Without. Man, that's weird. Without Tyree. I thought Tyree Kill would stay there forever. They have a, a slew of wide receivers and running backs that nobody wants. No, I don't. I don't like. I don't like Juju at all this year. So if, See, I, if I'm not taking him, I'm not taking anybody. I actually like Juju. I think this could be a resurgence for him. I think. I think him and um, I think he's 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 young enough. Still, I mean, he came in real young. Fire getting a little warm over there. Yeah, after that after that drink we just did. Yeah, I'm sweating. <laughs> Oh, feeling good. At least I would make a, I would make a joke about Penn State football, but I think that's I'm sweating like get out of here. <laughs> that's not PG air. <laughs> get out of here. If you see all these lines in this basement, you'll be. This still a funny joke. It is not. It is hilarious. All right, back to the Chiefs. No, I think I think Juju will fit in really well in the system. I like MVS. I don't understand the big payday for him. I understand the – I mean, I guess you had to go for it. Right. And I understand the um, prove it for Juju, and I think he will. But now I, – I mean, so you you can look at me weird at this. People can comment whatever whenever we post this. I look at you weird anyway, so. Most people do. But, you know, with the lack of running game that they have – and that they've always had, you know, since I think what Jamal Charles, pretty much, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, this is going to be a, sh- a prove it. He's already proved it, but this is going to be a very interesting prove it year from Mahomes. You don't have that. Hey, I'm going to throw the ball seventy yards down the field, and my receiver who can run a four two is going to get underneath it. He don't. He does not have that anymore. Uh, that guy's pretty fast. When he's healthy. Nicole Hardman. He can't catch the ball, but he is very fast. 
But no, he still has Travis Kelsey too. That's his secure. That's his. That's his everything though. Yep. Um, I think Ceh is gonna be good this year. I don't. I see a bounce back for him. Um, we said that last year, and he did not do anything last Listen, year. Listen, don't you put words in my mouth. We'll see what Sky Moore does. I think Sky Moore might be the most interesting receiver on this in this group, right? Because there's, I mean, Mahomes throws to everybody. That's yeah. one thing he does do is he throws he to, everybody. It to everybody. He will get it to the person that's open and that can make a play. All these receivers have one thing in common. They might not be like all down the field bombs. Every one of these receivers can make plays. Right. They all have the ability. I mean, you get the ball in Juju's hands, he can he can make a guy miss. When he's not doing a TikTok dance. And now he's He can the- do the TikTok dance in the end zone. It's fine. There's a lot of fans there. Until he gets laid out. That that could happen. He, I think I think an interesting James one. James across the middle. I think an interesting one, and I picked him up in our dynasty league, is going to be that Isaiah Pacero. I think he showed up a lot during preseason. There is a lot of a lot of buzz a, around, and him. there's a lot of potential for him in such a low end running back locker room. The question is though, ten and a half. Yeah, it's a lot of games, a lot of wins. It's the same amount of games as everybody else. It's a lot of wins. I have them at ten. I think I have them on the under. Yeah, I'm not feeling as hot about Kansas City. And it's it's not really as much about their schedule as it is about all the new pieces coming together. Right. I'm also going to take the under on them, which is going to put the Chargers as my division winner. Which I've I've had. If the AFC Championship comes down to the rate or to the Bills and the Char- I think that would be the one of the greatest AFC Championship games we've ever seen. Bills and Chargers? Bills and Chargers. 100%. That that you have probably you have probably the, two of the top five defenses at the end of the if year. If they play in LA. No, I think the char I think the Chargers could go into Buffalo. Even in the even in the winter. In January, February. Yeah. I January. think the I think the Buffalo I think I think the Chargers could go into Buffalo in January and beat them. I don't think so. That's a long way to travel. It's I think the I think the Bills would take that game just because they're I think they're well, they're, they're both pretty similar, actually. I think the Chargers might have a better run game. Oh, hundred percent. And I think that's what I think that's what opens it up is their run game. It'd be good. It'd be good. Yeah. I go back and forth on that. I hope. I hope we get to see it. I know. I think we get to. I see I would not it. bet on that game just so I can watch no. it. Just so I can. I'd watch bet it. the. I'd bet the over. That's the only thing I'm betting. All right. Well. All right. Anything else to wrap up our AFC conversation? No. Let's uh, let's wrap this up so we can get to get I to mean, our. We have four minutes to make sure everybody's keepers are in. Yeah, so we need to wrap this up to make sure we give one last emergency call while you have to do it. Yeah, general manager, I don't care. I hope I, I hope people didn't get them in, so it's more choice. <laughs> hey, winter is coming. All right, slackers, thanks for joining in. We'll talk to you in a few days with our week one preview. Hey, good luck out there with everybody's draft. And until next time, y'all. See ya later. <laughs>